welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. In today's podcast, we feature an episode from PaintEd with Torlando. In this episode, Torlando talks with Justin Clegg of Allset, and they talk about implementing a tipping and review system in your business. This episode is sponsored by 3M, Conquer, and PPG. Welcome to Paint Ed. My name is Torlando. I'm your host. Uh, so glad to be with you, good folks, today. Um, I am, uh, as of now, I'm coming back from the biggest high from PCA. I've met from the expo. I've met so many great people there. Uh, got a great show to you today. A guy uh, named Justin from Allset. Uh, met him at the expo. Uh, really excited to have him on. Uh, before we bring him on, let's talk. Let's get a little, uh, get some announcements going here. Um, man, that expo, there were so many great um, announcements, new things. Um, jobs.pcapainted.org. If you go to jobs.pcapainted.org, you can actually post a job listing. Okay. You could post a job listing and find workers. I know that this this season, this it's you know the busy season is coming. A lot of you didn't slow down during the winter, and so now you're looking for people to hire. PCA is helping you to do that. Post that job listing, connect it with Viva HR, and you can actually post that job description to 50 plus different job boards. Excellent value, tremendous value, all coming from the PCA. Uh, so grateful for the. Uh, industry partnerships that we have. Um, if you want to listen to this show or watch it rather, if you want to watch the live video, because uh, you get to see my beautiful face, that's what that's what you get out of this. Um, you can go to uh, PCA Overdrive, where we have 400 plus hours of video content. It's $5.99 a month uh, or free with membership. If you're not a member, it's $5.99 a month, um, but it's it's included in your membership if you are a member. Really cool. Um, I just want to say I am so grateful uh, to all of our listeners, everybody who's been uh, with this show for so long. Um, at the show, at Expo, we reached a huge milestone. For one, we went platinum with over 1 million show downloads. That is incredible. And 100,000 people are listening to this show every month now. That is an incredible milestone for us. We're so grateful for you, grateful for your ears, and we just we just hope that we're bringing the value. We hope that we can earn and 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 retain your listening, uh, and and just bring that value, help you grow a better business, help you become a better paint contractor. That's what we're all about. Um, if you know somebody who needs to be listening to this show, um, I would I would recommend it. I would recommend I would have I would let them know that you need to you need to be on if here's the deal. If you have a competitor who is constantly undercutting you, you're showing up on the same job, on the same bids. I've been there, you know, it's like, oh hey Jared, they, <laughs> this guy, he's showing up on the same, they they schedule this at the same time. I've been there. 
Um, and if you are getting undercut by that, that guy at the store that just doesn't know better, tell him about the show. Have him raise his prices a little bit. Have him professionalize a little bit. Are you going to lose out to him? Probably not. But are you going to be able to have an easier sell when when the pricing is is a higher? Look, when we all do better, we all do better. All right, this is this is how it works. We are, we are in this together. So share the share the show with people uh, that you know. So many great things coming out of the PCA. PCAMedicalBenefits.com. Have you seen this? Okay. You can actually offer benefits to your crew. Talk about employee turnover. Talk about retention problems. Uh, they ain't going nowhere if they've got their health plan through you. And, and that brings me to the discussion of today. Um, you're going to, this spring, you're going to invest a lot of time and energy and money um, into training new people. Um, and I know that's on your mind. I know that because in the pain ed group on Facebook, uh, we've got questions, you know, from the group. What's a great, what's the, what's the ultimate starter kit for a new painter? That means somebody's out there hiring. Somebody's trying to figure out what tools should we put in their in their tool bag on day one. And the comments are kind of interesting. Um, you know, there, there are some people that are saying like, have them provide their own tools because they're going to leave in, 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 you know, one to two months and <laughs> then you'll be out of tools. I don't agree with that one. Uh, but I do agree that in those first couple months, you know, especially if you train somebody new, give them a hand me down brush or give them a cheap one because they will ruin it. They will ruin that brush in the first day. And uh, and you'll be out if you get them a nice brush, you'll be out, uh, you know, 25 bucks or 30 bucks. So you got to So you got to be smart about this. But the, the, the core of it is when we're hiring, we have that that first 30 to 60 days, 90 day period. That is crucial. For being able to bring people on and and being able to put together a system that actually retains the talent that keeps them there. Uh, it's incredibly expensive to turn over talent. It's incredibly expensive. I mean, it, it takes, I mean, that first three months of a new hire, uh, they, they are not really making you much money. They're, they're expensive as all get out. And if they don't make it past the six month mark or past the year mark, um, your invested, your investment in that person is gone. So that's what we want to solve today is how like, okay, we've, We've done so many shows and episodes about how to find this talent. Now let's talk about how to recruit them or how to keep them. And so I'm bringing Justin in from All Set to talk about this. Um, all right. Last thing. Last thing. Uh, at PCAPaintEd.org, we have a lot of great training. Okay. A lot of great training materials, especially for these new people. So go to PCA Paint Ed, um, navigate over to the education section, and then you'll see painter training, trade best practices, all of that. Um, really great resources once again. All right, let's jump into this topic of retaining talent, and let's bring on Justin from All Set. Justin, welcome to the show. How are you doing, my man? Doing well, Torlando. Good to be here, and thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. So uh, when I met you at the at the expo, you know, somebody co co connected us, said, uh, you got to talk to this guy. 
And uh, and I got to be honest, uh, that happens a lot. That happened a lot, you know, that that week where, you know, people were pulling me left and right. And, you know, some of the things I was like, OK, that's you know, that's OK, you know, whatever. Um, and then you started talking and I'll tell you, I'm going to be perfectly straight up honest with you. Um, I was, you know, I was, my eyes were pre ready to roll. Like they were, <laughs> I was, I had, I had them engaged and ready to roll my eyes. Um, and then you showed me the demo, uh, and it, and it took two seconds and I was like, oh gosh, this is, this is game changing. So I'm like, yeah, I gotta have this. I gotta have this guy on. Um, before we started the show, we talked a little bit about um, employee retention and turnover problems. Um, you work with a lot of small businesses, especially in the service field. Why is it so difficult to hold on to good employees? It's a it's a question I think that everybody's scratching their heads on right now. Um, you know, we have challenges uh, across, you know, themes like the great resignation. We've got, mm -hmm. uh, you know, favorable economy today um, where uh, everybody has jobs. Uh, we've got people who have opportunities to work remote or uh, change careers um, in a very short and digital first uh, way. And so sure. uh, opportunities are unlimited right now, which can present challenges in terms of uh, the competition that comes with hiring and retaining uh, and reducing turnover. Um, I can, you know, uh, work and find 15 to $20 an hour gigs, um, you know, in well-known corporations and entities, uh, or uh, whether that's, you know, local gas station and McDonald's. Um, mm -hmm. And all of these businesses uh, are taking note that, uh, you know, to be able to attract and, and keep talent, we have to, you know, increase those wages. And so our job is to help, uh, you know, the services uh, industry uh, and painters uh, in North America uh, improve and, and solve that problem uh, today. Yeah. Now, you, you told me before the, the call that um, that turnover is highest in the trades, um, which which doesn't surprise me. I mean, I would maybe think that like restaurants are having a little bit of a harder time, but it, it really is, it really is challenging. And I think a lot of it does have to do with the bigger corporations uh, bringing in, you know, new uh, uh, just bringing in, they, they're bringing in a lot of revenue for one. I mean, corporate profits are, are as high as they ever have been. Um, you know, we complain about inflation, but you know, there's a fine line between inflation and price gouging. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I don't know. Some of these, some of these corporations that have, they're just, they just have record profits, but they are able to pay more and they are paying more. And, you know, in my own, in my own hometown here in, in, in Bloomington, Indiana, we've got a, a, a new, a fairly new manufacturing plant. And I can tell you that a lot of they, they're, they, there was a newspaper article that said they're, they have a plan to hire 500 new people. And I'm like, where are these people going to come from? Uh, and it's like they're, you know, either they're coming from out of town or if they're coming from in town, they're leaving their trade job, they're leaving their restaurant job and they're realizing, hey, uh, uh, this this manufacturing gig isn't so bad because the overtime is great and the benefits are great. And so the, the competition, I think, not just, you know, among other painters, but competition in other industries, I think, is just tremendously difficult. Um 
you have you have this this uh, this phrase that that you said before the show um, that really kind of uh, you know turned my head a little bit. You told me that unlocking new revenue is the way to solve this turnover problem. I want to talk about this um, this idea of unlocking revenue. Tell me tell me about this. Sure. Uh, so I think first of all, uh, you know, trades are unique in that. Uh, it it's labor intensive. It's hard work. Um, it's not uh, you know for uh, it's not a diff or a, a simple um, effort to to engage in. It's thankless. The upside is there's 128 million homes, and all of them need to be painted. And yeah. so uh, the size of this market is massive, um, and there's plenty of work to go around. Um, That's so, a lot. What was that number again? How many homes? 128 million um, in the United States. That's a lot. That's a lot of homes. Yeah. A lot, lot of work ahead of us. Um, now that said, uh, when we talk about unlocking revenue, uh, we're talking about finding creative ways to help small businesses and trade businesses generate more revenue on top of just, you know, the traditional labor costs and ticket cost of doing the actual work. Mm -hmm. um, you're, you know, standard operating margin in painting is around 15 to 20 percent. Uh, we want to increase that. We want to make uh, it easier uh, to open your customers' wallets. We want to create repeat customers. We want to drive referrals from those customers. And one of the most unique things that we've been presenting and what I, if I remember correctly, I showed you uh, mm -hmm. was uh, leveraging automated tipping. And so mm -hmm. we discovered that Americans during a pandemic are, are actually more generous than ever. Uh, they recognize the difficulty in this work. Mm -hmm. They recognize uh, uh, some of the economic challenges and uh, people are tipping more than ever. And so we figured out uh, early on in really the last several months that uh, Americans, when prompted uh, to leave a tip through a text message, Mm -hmm. uh, we see about a 15 to 20% conversion rate. Mm. And the average tip amount will vary depending on the trade. Uh, within painting, it's about $200. Wow. So if you think about uh, you know, your average ticket of a $5,000 project, mm -hmm. and then at the end of that project, you're going to be looking at an additional $200 to $300 that are generated from a tip that's prompted mm -hmm. by the customer. There's no asking, you know, your the technician doesn't have to have an awkward conversation. Mm -hmm. um, and that is revenue that would have been left on the table had it not been for, um, you know, all set and the ability to sort of unlock that. Yeah. So that's so, how we think about revenue today. Sure, sure, sure. So, so this idea here is that, you know, the, the first step in unlocking revenue is to recognize that, that there is money being left on the table, that that people are willing to open their wallets, as you say, and uh, and reward good service. Um, now, now I imagine that uh, that they're not going to tip unless they're satisfied. Um, so, if if you are considering, this is kind of interesting because because what you're saying to me is that um, we don't need to be sheepish about asking for a tip because because people actually are willing to tip. Right. That's the, that's kind of the first thing. Like they're, they're willing yeah. to tip. 
uh, and 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 I know that people generally are willing to pay a premium when they feel like it's worth it. Yeah. And I and I would think that if if I'm putting down two a two hundred dollar tip, um, then not only uh, do I feel like the value was there, but I'm also kind of in in a way reaffirming to myself that I'm satisfied, which okay. I think would almost make me hyper satisfied in a way if I'm like actually willing to give more money. Yeah. So, you know, tipping is a fascinating conversation and I wish we had all the time in the world to talk through it. Looking at just some of the basic data, uh, it's a, a $40 billion industry. Mm. So there are $40 billion in tips, but when we look at that number, uh, that's mostly targeted towards restaurants and salons. Sure. The question that we're posing is, what about the trades? You know, what about painters? Right. Why would they be any less deserving, um, you know, in such a thankless job at oftentimes? Right. Uh, to, you know, to be, to, to receive, you know, that revenue. And it really is a virtuous cycle, right? Because uh, if a customer is willing to leave a tip, they've had a positive experience. They loved your team. You know, somebody smiled. Mm -hmm. uh, there was exceptional quality. And now quality is going to increase. Mm -hmm. uh, we are generating reviews after a tip. So now you're improving your online reputation for the business because a customer that completes a tip, you know, is in the 90th percentile of likelihood of leaving a five-star review. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then now they're going to, you have a, a promoter, a net promoter score where right. they're going to go tell their friend uh, about the great service that they received. So within one, you know, flow of fully automated messaging, we've been able to help you, you know, capture a tip, a review, and then a referral. And, you know, at the end of the day, you're celebrating with your team because right. uh, your guys are getting paid better. Your quality is increasing. And you're, you know, you're getting a better reputation online as you grow and, and run your business. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, there there are a lot of people, um, a lot of contractors who find that some of their favorite workers, hardest workers, most friendly, are the ones that have made the transition from uh, working in food services into into painting. And that makes sense because sure. there's uh, there's a lot of hustle that is involved in. Uh, working in the restaurant scene, there is constant customer service interfacing with, uh, you know, interfacing with customers. You know, you get you get somebody who's a waiter to to learn the trade, and and they you know they should be coming with the ample amount of customer service experience. They should be coming with a lot of hustle. But then the the this other aspect is that they they know how to work tips, and yes. they and they're used to that tip money. They're used to having a base wage. And then, you know, and then earning extra based on, um, you know, based on how, how well they serve. And so I think that, you know, just in terms of it, it, attracting the talent, it's like, hey, here's here's a base wage that's higher than that's, you know, uh, four or five times higher than, than your base wage working as a waiter. And you're still going to get amazing tips. That's, uh, right. I, I, that's that's very appealing and attractive to somebody who's coming from uh, from food service. Yeah. Now, you do you have a comment on that? Well, I was just going to, you know, I, I love the numbers. And we believe today, I, I mentioned the $40 billion tipping industry today. Mm -hmm. 
we believe to Orlando that there's an additional 10 billion uh, that's on the table that we can go unlock for the trades. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you said it perfectly, uh, you know, that's, that's revenue that goes back into the company. Um, it's, you know, hundred percent is sent directly to the technician. Um, and ultimately it's, you know, it's about a 300% increase in tips that you already may be receiving today. Yeah. And so those are just kind of some insights and, and things that we're starting to see that we're very excited about. Totally, totally. So, so even if I'm not, because um, because I do, I do know that uh, you know every now and then my crew would get tips, um, you know, which is always nice for them. They always felt good about that. Um, but I, you know, they were a little sheepish about like asking, and we didn't really have uh, uh, like I don't think that they ever asked for one, and um, yeah. and and I never really facilitated a process for that, even if I wasn't using your software. Um, how, how would I go about implementing a, a tipping system into my company? Yeah. Uh, so first of all, we have to recognize that tipping is an expense that consumers are completely free to ignore. Um, mm-hmm. so it's never required. Um, and so when we send a text out on behalf of the painting business, um, we're going to make sure that that language is very, uh, helpful, friendly, um, and never creating any sort of and, uh, no, all good. And, uh, all set. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So, uh, you know, we start with language that, uh, makes it, you know, easy to ignore or opt out. So I can say, Hey, Torlando, um, you know, thanks for letting me be on, you know, this awesome podcast today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although tips are never required, um, they're greatly appreciated. And so now we've created a little bit of a buffer where, you know, we can set expectation. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, if you'd like to tip your, you know, your service worker, your painter uh, for a job well done, go ahead and and do so here. And we make it really easy um, for people to do that uh, while removing the conversation you know, from the technician entirely. So Mm, mm -hmm. they they don't even have to, you know, let them know that they're going to be asking. It just happens in the background for them. Yeah. Yeah. So just a simple, even just a simple text message, you know, uh, with that language of, you know, not required, always appreciated, um, that that's maybe the, the entry point into letting your, letting your customer know that it is, um, appropriate to tip. Cause I think a lot of people just don't know that, that it is appropriate to tip. Um, and, and I could imagine, you know, some of our listeners um, even bucking up against that and saying like, yeah. they're already paying, you know, $5,000 for this job and we're going to try and like squeeze another 200 bucks out of them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like what, what's, you know, what would be your response to that ob- objection? Yeah. You know, it, it's not uncommon. Uh, we'll talk to, you know, s- several business owners a week um, who will say, you know, I'm never going to do that. And mm-hmm. when we really kind of dive into the, the why uh, and the psychology, um, it either comes down to, you know, we've never done that before mm-hmm. um, or two, you know, out of pride and ego, we'll never ask. And, yeah. and that's, you know, we understand that. Um, and again, you know, we're not going to, you know, dock that against anybody. Uh, we have alternatives to allow them to generate reviews and referrals in lieu of tips. Um, but the response is, you know, 
quit leaving money on the table um, and your right. guys deserve it. Um, and if it's a 300% increase, you're making $1,000 a month in tips today and that jumps to 3000 uh, what are you going to do with that revenue? Uh, you now have a monthly bonus that you can distribute to the team. Uh, you can go on an end of your trip, uh, right. you do a Christmas bonus, right? And you think of that revenue, uh, it adds up quickly um, and it's meaningful uh, to the team. And yeah. So, uh, that's that's kind of the, the opportunity cost. Another concern is typically, you know, what happens if I have a customer that doesn't want to receive a message like that ever? Mm-hmm. And so we've built in, you know, really intelligent uh, do not contact lists. Uh, we can simply add a phone number to uh, do not contact and that customer will never get a message from all set. I see. And, and they're, you know, they're happy and, and they'll, they'll never know otherwise. And that's Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, so this idea of, uh, I want to dive into like the, the power of, of text message because you, you, you are, you, you are an expert in, in text message based um, you know, communication and, and technology. Um, and I, and I do think that, you know, when I, with my first company, I was really resistant to text message, um, because my concern was that, um, if they had my, my text number, um, then they'd be texting me all, all, all hours of the night. And, and, you know, it's 11 o'clock at night. I'm trying to, you know, trying to finally go to bed and, and here they are with, you know, some frantic problems. So I was always very protective of my text message in that way. Yeah. But, you know, today I feel like homeowners, especially like they really just want to communicate via text message. Um, and so I think that there needs to be a way that we're leveraging text a little bit more. I mean, the daily communication and the ease of that is definitely great, but as a tool of unlocking revenue, um, what are some of the ways that we can use text message to um, in, increase the amount of revenue coming in? Yeah, I love the question. Um, we have to go back and look at what were we doing before. And, uh, you know, it was direct mail and it was email. And when we look at email, you know, an open rate for any type of email is generally about 7 to 10%. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, whether you're sending an email invoice, whether you're sending a an email-based request to leave a review, uh, heaven forbid, maybe there's email tip requests out there. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. You know, it, independently, email is going to get a lower open rate and therefore your engagement is going to be lower. Now, we contrast that to texting. We're talking about a 98% open rate and a 99% read rate. Um, if you look at your phone right now, uh, the likelihood of you having an unread message is very low because we read everything. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think uh, to your point, it's about 75% of consumers in the US would prefer to receive texts from a business um, and with promotional or helpful or interesting information. And so the key is uh, personalization. Can you make it feel like it's coming from the business and not spammy or in your Mm -hmm. face? Mm -hmm. Um, Can you be very thoughtful in sort of the conversational design? Um, What does the message say? What's the length? What's the tone? Uh, What's the cadence? How often does a message get sent? Um, How quickly, you know, does the message get sent after the service has been completed? Is that five minutes? 
Is that an hour? Is that the end of the day or end of the week? And so we're spending a lot of time thinking about uh, all of this data around conversational uh, commerce and conversational messaging and experiences. And we've gotten really good at it. And so we understand how to optimize that so that uh, businesses can look their best. Um, and we want them to be able to just turn on our system, connect to the CRM and read their schedule, and then send that communication right as appointments are marked complete or jobs are marked as done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in order to do that, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a, an integration setup. It takes about five minutes. Um, and so that's how we kind of are approaching uh, the world of messaging and communication. Um, but we're, we're very bullish on it. And, uh, you know, we're, as you and I were talking about earlier, we're, we're not even really doing apps today. Um, mm-hmm. we're, we're kind of doing everything without a UI and, and just delivering messages to the right person at the right time when it counts to, to drive, you know, revenue for that business. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, so, so you you advocate for, um, for text message in kind of, this is, this is kind of a post communication sequence and, and you're advocating for, um, you know, sending a text message to, to request a tip for your crew. You're advocating for, um, sending a text message to request a review and then also to request referrals. That's correct. And that's, and that's just the beginning of the mm-hmm. platform, right? Yeah. So, you know, we've got plans in place to, you know, do things like text to pay. So uh, now if you have an opportunity to, uh, you know, cover the entire invoice, lower your credit card processing fees. Um, and then, sorry, I think uh, Slack's been blowing up. speaking of messaging communication internal tool um and so uh yeah it's you know there's going to be a sort of unlimited number of experiences that we can start to deliver um and at the end of the day if it unlocks revenue you know lowers costs and you know makes things easier and more convenient for the consumer um we're all in you know we're, we're all for those types of experiences yeah. Do you have any any data on, um, you know, kind of going back to, well, go, you know, going over kind of these three things, the, the, the tipping, the, uh, the reviews, the, uh, the referrals, what kind of data do you show um, in terms of going back to that initial question of employee retention? Yeah. Um, you know, how, how does our workers, how, how does that impact um, them being willing to stay on with us. Sure. So, I mean, starting with tipping, uh, in really the last three months, uh, we just achieved a really exciting milestone. We've generated over $100,000 in tips and hundred percent of those have been sent back to, you know, our, our painting businesses our residential cleaning businesses. And, uh, you know, we're also covering those credit card processing fees. So Mm -hmm. it's just, money that's sitting on the table. Um, now, how that equates to um, sort of the performance and what that impacts wages, speaking candidly, it's really early for us to understand the full picture of what's happening. Um, but that said, we can start to see early indicators of what we can do in terms of uh, average you know, wages per job, mm-hmm. um, those, you know, how those are increasing, um, and then the overall, you know, average uh, wage that we can increase. So 
Uh, per job, we're looking at anywhere from uh, two to eight dollars that are increased um, through all sets tipping, and that's based on number of appointments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The sort of two other to eight, two to eight dollars per hour, two to eight dollars per job. Per job. Yes, I see. Okay. And uh, knowing painting can be a little bit longer term, you can have multi-day or multi-week jobs. That's going to be a, a much different data sure. point as well. Sure, sure, sure. And then in terms of hourly wages, we can increase you know your hourly rate by about five dollars um, per hour as well. So I see. Okay. Yeah, that's the that's the key number for me. So so yep. increasing so tips having the ability to increase your hourly rate by about five dollars an hour that that's that's very significant for the worker right yep um and for the and for the contractor because you know i know a lot of folks uh that are that are trying to figure out where to set their their wages and you know when when for a lot of them when they get into that 20 dollar plus range of, of paying especially somebody starting out um the the gross profit margins on that job decrease by so much that it that it does make it really difficult to operate um but if you are able to you know start them at a at a at a wage that is a little bit more friendly to your uh you know to to your bottom line quite frankly um (laughs) then and and then we can just kind of uh, you know we can't guarantee with a tip but but if we can come to expect that they're going to be earning on average $5 an hour more then that's pretty significant, you know, especially if you are able to accommodate wages in the 20 uh, plus range. Now they're, they're, you know, they're earning 25, uh, you know, $30 an hour. Um, that's, that's pretty compelling. That is, that is very compelling. I agreed. We're, we're excited. And I think it's, um, you know, again, it's, it goes back to, you know, keeping your A players, right? And you've, in the beginning, you mentioned the cost associated to hiring. Um, and hiring is expensive. Losing mm-hmm. your best people is expensive. And, and so, you know, the question of, well, I, I'm never going to, you know, bother a, a, one of my customers and ask them for a tip. Well, uh, what's worse? You know, a, a customer that says, hey, I, I didn't want to receive that message. Please stop. Versus, uh, you know, losing a, uh, an employee, which could cost you, you know, 50 to a hundred thousand dollars, you know, sure. for, for that time and effort and energy and hiring. So, um, yeah, it, it allows us to, you know, allows the, the business owner to list, you know, that average wage, uh, as a little bit higher. Um, it's a, you know, it can be viewed as an employee perk or an employee retention tool mm-hmm. during that hiring process. I can say, Hey, Torlando, by the way, we're an all set company. Um, so what that means is you're going to increase, uh, you're going to have, you know, tips that are coming in. And so you're going to be making more than, uh, the previous company that you were just at, uh, that was not using all set. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay. So then what, in terms of, uh, reviews, um, you know, how's, how's the increase on review via, via text message? Um, does, does that, I mean, I assume that, that, that goes up, um, but by how much do you know? Yeah. Um, so we just introduced reviews as sort of a, the perfect complement to our tipping experience, mm-hmm. um, you know, from a, an anecdotal perspective, we see about 
uh, anywhere from five to 10 new reviews per month per business. Okay. Um, and so those, of course, are contingent on yeah. successful tips. Sure. Um, and so we look at, you know, the data in tip conversion rates, and then a successful tip is very likely to, to lead into a, a successful review. Um, you know, I think it's about 90% of consumers uh, are calling um, and finding businesses uh, from Google. And mm -hmm. so Google Reviews is our sort of main platform. Uh, but we've introduced, sure. you know, Yelp, uh, Facebook, um, and other platforms that can help drive, uh, you know, that reputation um, and increase, you know, that that star sort of review. Um, so yeah, it, it's very early, but we know that the demand is very high in terms of, um, you know, increasing reviews, um, improving uh, reputation online, and then ultimately making it easy for people to find your business on Google. Yeah. yeah. And if it's, you know, painting business one versus two and painting business two has, you know, three X, the number of reviews, um, it's going to be a much easier and more likely chance that they call your business uh, to, you know, to get a quote or an estimate or, or get you coming out to the house. Yeah, that's right. So that's that, that again is a pretty significant number. The five to 10 reviews, per business per month that you're seeing of the all set users. Um, and that is after a tip has been made. That's right. Right. So uh, that's, that's pretty significant. Which um, tells us that could probably even be higher if tipping is not a part of that engagement or that interaction. So sure, sure. just ask for reviews uh, that could probably double. Um, very. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. 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 But in a lot of ways, it kind of mitigates the the the, the concern of a bad review because uh, if, yes. <laughs> if they're not willing to give a tip, then they're uh, they're probably very willing to give a bad review. So <laughs> we had we had uh, we've seen it very few times, but uh, you know somebody who will leave a tip and it's you know very very small. It's like ten dollars, and then it's mm. like they'll reply back, you know, to the, the, the number. And it's like, you do not want me leaving a review. And it's, <laughs> yeah, you can kind of get a kick, you know? Yeah. We get a lot of, you know, really funny qualitative insights about what's going on at the job too. Oh, um, sure. Yeah. The consumer will say, Hey, you missed a spot or, Hey, you know, that guy didn't clean up or, you know what? Um, you know, that, that person was just so kind and, you know, I, I left extra because of what that person did. And they're calling out the technician. Yeah. So now we're like, let's get that to the business. Like we need them to see uh, what's going on. Cause you know, like, like any, you know, business leader or executive, you'd want to hear uh, all of the feedback that's going on in your own business, whether that's positive right. or negative. So right, right, right. we're having a lot of fun seeing, seeing some of those messages come in. Yeah. And so then how does the how does the uh, referral flow into that? Because because uh, admittedly, I, I feel like I've, you know, it, in my company, we we had probably I think we had about 25 percent was referral and 25 okay. percent was repeat. And then the rest was, you know, pretty much uh, Google. Um, That's those are big numbers. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Like we we, we served our, our customers well. Um, but uh uh, but I always felt I always I never had a system for asking for the referral. It, it was always a little uh, a little difficult to to get uh, to just approach that conversation and and to put people on the spot like that. 
Um, how does how does uh, an automated system facilitate review review yeah. getting or not review but a referral gathering? Yeah, that's a good question. So uh, a customer is prompted to leave a tip through a text. Uh, they open the text. They complete the tip. Now uh, the first thing that they're going to see is leave a review, um, mm -hmm. and that's a Google review button. They tap that. They leave their five star review. Uh, you can only leave one review as a consumer for one business. Right. right. So when that has been completed, our system understands that. And we actually replace the leave a review button with refer a friend. Mm. So refer a friend um, becomes uh, sort of the replacement experience. Uh, when they tap on that, that loads a preloaded text message. Uh, and then you can just send that to any of your contacts. Uh, I see. So that message will say, you know, hey, Torlando, uh, have you heard about PCA um, and all their great benefits? Um, and, uh, you know, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I imagine I, I imagine that that works really well, um, you know, for the for the cleaning companies that you're here on. Uh, for us, our, our cycle of repeat is, is a little bit longer. Sure. Um, but uh, but, you know subsequent times that you're you know uh painted because you do get repeat i mean like i said 25 percent repeat on on my end which yep. is uh which is i i feel like that's fairly um i feel like that's fairly typical um some some contractors out there all their businesses repeat you know yeah now they've just been around for 30 years yeah <laughs> but a lot of people get repeat and uh and so you know i could see that okay yeah it's the the getting of the um through this automated system it's a little bit longer of a game but that's but that's not a problem because if you're if you're in it for the long run then you know yeah steam over time and we're we're really good at follow-up um and so you know when a service has been completed you know we know in three months six months uh 12 months you know that we mm -hmm. can send a follow-up mm -hmm. again useful relevant to the industry um, and uh, you know, the cadence and the timing of those messages just it varies. And so we're, we're learning a ton and just getting very smart about when you should follow up with a customer who, you know, uh, had, you know, a, a completely new, you know, painting job done. So awesome. Awesome. Very cool. Thank you, Justin, for, uh, for explaining that to us. If we want to learn more about all set, um, yeah. where, do we, where do we go? Where do we see this thing in action? Yeah, so you can head to allsethq.com, and that's our website. Uh, we offer a very simple 30-day trial, so uh, there's no cost up front. And in 30 days, if I have not generated a tip uh, or a review for you, um, I'd say you can have your money back, but we haven't even charged you. Sure. <laughs> um, we are a fast-growing company in Utah. We've got a world-class uh, you know, customer success and support team. Um, so we're here to serve. We want uh, to enhance and improve the industry. Um, you know, it's often overlooked and underserved. Um, so reach out to us uh, from there. Um, you know, you can also email me at justin at allsethq.com and uh, we're happy to help uh, get you onboarded. It takes about five minutes. So awesome. Thank you so much, Justin, for being on the show. Yeah, thanks to Orlando for your time and have a great day. All right. There it is, folks. Justin from All Set. Uh, great uh, tipping platform. Uh, great conversation. You know, I, uh, you know, I always, I always try to remind you guys that, uh, you know, 
you can do this stuff on your own. Like you could, you could manually send a text message. You could, you know, I mean, you could through Apple pay or whatever, you could request this tip and, and, you know, for some of you, you might want to uh, just do it that way. Um, but this idea of uh, uh, just trying for 30 days for free, that's pretty compelling. Um, so you might as well try it. And, uh, but, but the, the numbers that were discussed in that episode in terms of being able to, increase your average uh, wage that the, that the people's earning by $5 an hour. And that is uh, that, that money is coming from, it's just not coming from your business, not coming from your, uh, from your bottom line. It's, it's coming from the customers, right? And that's pretty compelling. You know, you guys, you guys want to do quarterly bonus systems. You want to do Christmas bonus systems. Uh, where's that money going to come from? Is it going to come from your bottom line? Uh, you know, you, you gotta be smart business owners. You be generous, but be smart. This might be, this tipping thing might be a, a smarter way to do it. Um, so very compelling, very compelling, uh, conversation there, uh, on how to unlock, uh, revenue. Very grateful for Justin and, uh, all set for being on the show. If you want to listen to more episodes of the, uh, of the paint ed show, um, of course, we are available on um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and, uh, you know, Google has their podcast platform, SoundCloud, of course. Um, make sure that you do me a favor and subscribe to that channel um, wherever you're listening to your podcast so you can get this, uh, this beautiful, this beautiful podcast music in your ears. And uh, if you want to watch the show on PCA Overdrive, I highly recommend Downloading the app is $5.99 a month for uh, non-PCA members. It's free with your membership. Um, go ahead and go to PCAPaintEd.org um, to download it. And I'll, I'll tell you what, membership um, is not that bad, uh, you know, in terms of what the benefits that you get. It's about four, I think it's $3.99 a year is what it is. And you get the overdrive, you get access to the healthcare benefits, you get to post your um, business on Find a Painter, you get to uh, post your jobs on jobs.pcapainted.org. There's so many great benefits to being a member. And oh, by the way, the painter, the painter training is included in membership. Painter training, it's $99 per person if you want to go through as a non-member. Um, you get a promo code with your membership if you join. So it's uh, $3.99 a year. Definitely worth the money to do it. Go ahead and go to PCAPaintEd.org and uh, become a member. Join our wonderful, wonderful community. Um, that is our show, folks. So glad to, that you've been listening. Um, thank you again. This has been Paint Ed. Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.